Morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, and good welcome to Hearty Dice Friends, the podcast that's role playing games. My name's Grant Howard, as I'm joined as ever by best, best friend Chris, Chris Taylor. Hello, Grant, yeah, Grant Howard. Ah, oh, went, went off the rails a bit there at the it end. Did, I, I liked it. Yeah, I've been practicing. I've been practicing my new, my new, I just like to briefly talk about this, I'm practicing my new favorite thing is to gradually make less and less sense in a sentence. Okay. Uh, so you start off speaking relatively normal, and then by end sentence, oh, no happen, no happen, brain will mess up. <laughs> and so I was talking to you in the club, and then I... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's quite bestial, I quite like that one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's my posh noise. Christopher, dog. Christopher, you and I both live... In these, in this glorious United Kingdom, the UKs of K's. I think it's just it's just the K. It's of just you. the K of you, yeah. Yeah, uh, we, we both live there, and um, in their inestimable inestimable wisdom, our leaders have decided to bring in a three tier management system for coronavirus. Yes, they have, Grant. It's really hard to put together a track and trace program. I understand. That's like, a lot of coding. It's a lot of coding. It's really challenging. And like, sure, Ireland did it for about oh, what was it? About, about about five, about fifty million, I think. I don't know. And it's so good that they're uh, they're giving it to other places, and people in America are using it, like local. Co- anyway, listen, and they're offered it for free. But listen, you can spend billions of pounds on it. And like, I understand that it's really hard to afford track and trace um, programming when you spent all your money on oysters and guns to shoot the poor with. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, and like if you if you want to masturbate into a pile of like crisp hundred pound notes, that's going to add up. It, it it does get expensive. It gets expensive just to pay the maid to iron the notes, mm-hmm. and then burn them. So so they have decided to to implement a three tier system where there is medium, uh, large, and I think venti brandy. It's, it's venti, yeah, venti. Uh, there there are three. There, there's no small. Which I think is fair. I think and that telling. I th- I think that having the lowest possible level of threat as medium is a, a rare a rare measure of, of honesty mm. from our government. A bit like how in Australia the wildfire the wildfire risk never drops below bad. <laughs> it's, it just feels a little bit like some of the levels are she'll be reet oh oh and uh oh. It's really strange because I don't know what any of them mean. No, they haven't told you. That's why they haven't. I I saw like someone posted something on Twitter, which implied that no that, that like no matter how bad things get, the schools aren't going to close. No, and I feel I feel there should be a tear somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that should that should that should be available at some point. <laughs> that should be an option. Yeah, that we should have to us. But no, 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 no. The Americans' tiered system is actually much more appropriate. Oh, I. It's just a defcon system. Mm. It's just how close we are to war. We're going to we're, we're going war with to viruses. Launch nuclear devices. At the, we're going to shoot and, and harm the virus. Countries. 
we're going to arrest the virus. Yep. Um, and have it have have it. Uh, I suppose fight wildfires for no money. Honestly, that's what the police are good for. Send them out to arrest the virus. Yeah, hit the virus. Pepper spray the virus. While they're out there, get some tartan paint. While they're out there, just breathe in a lot, you (laughs) shower of bastards. We're in in fine mood today, listeners. It's been a week. It's been a week, and now we're venting in the intro to a podcast that we own. It's been a full week. Uh, We have... So, so you you may have... Like, like last, last edition, you heard it was birthday. It was birthday. I was maximum birthday. I had I'd, I'd had four days of birthday. That's that's extended, and I like that. As is tradition, because it's the Christmas in October, and then I think all of that. I just used up all the serotonin I was owed. <laughs> yeah, just just blow it out in one weekend, and then well, brains well, happen. And I used to need I used to need MDMA to do that. <laughs> but but now I can just have a nice Sunday. I, yeah, I remember you crying on on, on a plane. Was it a plane or a bus? Or it was some it public was a, it transport. Was, it was a train. It was a train. I, everyone was very loud. Everyone was very loud, and you—it was visible as the serotonin left. It was like a spore from a fungus. Okay, so I got out clubbing the night before, and then the day after, we went—we we, we went to Norwich on the train, and I was doing just about fine until a some football enthusiasts, football cosplayers, actually, they were in cosplay. Mm. Uh, turned Lovers. up and, start, and started doing some singing. But the second challenge, like a bigger challenge, honestly, was when someone we knew was also on the train mm-hmm. and they came and sat with us. And that was a sort of pristine torture. It very much took your psyche by surprise and gutted it. Yeah, it was. Well, it wasn't a surprise. No, but it was. the psyche was surprised. That's fair. I don't think I was... Um, I, I think intellectually, I knew how sad I was going to be for the next several days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not uh, anyway. I don't need to do that anymore. I don't need class A narcotics to do that. I can just be sad manually. <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 we have both had a fucking week to top it off. Uh, Boris Johnson has shackled us with a frankly mystifying Nando-style system. <laughs> Mild, spicy, hot. Okay, and ooh, dangerous. Ooh. And can we tempt you with something from the dessert trolley? <laughs> well, you can eat salad. <laughs> no masks. <sighs> so yes, uh, but this is this is a podcast about role playing games, and we do them. We write them. I've written some this week. Mm. I've, I've written at least three half role playing games, which unfortunately you can't sell. <laughs> just just bung them together and say it's a hack. Ah, or maybe maybe it's a um, it's a game poem. Yeah. Yep. It's mm-hmm. about how they're unfinished. That is smart as shit. See? See? We can make so much money. I would also, like, no. No, if, there, if there's one thing I've learned from game poems is, like, like they're artistic. They're artistic. As an artistic medium, there's a lot of discussion that can be had left and right on that. But they definitely don't earn money. No. I would also like to mention that there is, that although we've had a goddamn week, um, capital W, capital G, capital D, we have one name um, capitalized. Wait, you know, capitalize the whole thing. Okay, <laughs> lay on with a troll. Our books are now um, out of the bad wood zone. <laughs> they are no longer potentially near bad insects. We had. Why well, it wasn't the insect? It was the wood. 
Yes, but I, I assume that the reason that they're upset with it being untreated is that it can mess with the uh, ecosystem. I'm not sure whether we mentioned this in the in the podcast, but for 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 listeners um, who are not up to date on all the toings and froings of, of, of our heart Kickstarter, we've had our books trapped in customs for about a month, I think, in yeah. America, uh, because someone put in naughty wood in the in like in in the same uh, container as them. There was it, wood which it which, had to be chastised on the naughty dock. Mm-hmm. It turned around and faced the wall, mm-hmm. not in a Blair Witch way, in a dunce hat way. Yep. But it, they've, it's been released and mm-hmm. it's slowly learning to be a problem. Only way. mildly fucked by customs. <laughs> Honestly, like, I've been through customs. I did not come out well on the other side. No, that's true, but we didn't lose part of you. Well... You didn't You didn't go through customs and then we somehow we lost all the one-page games. That's true. Anyway, so that is that is positive. We're looking forward to a weekend where we can... Look, I've done Broadly Fuck All this week because I've been too sad, but I should, like to do, I should like to do Broadly Fuck All without feeling bad about it. I'm looking forward to somebody else getting a book. It's going to be fun. Mm, yes. Listen, if you do get your books, my God, tell us. My, actually, actually, sorry, not us. Your friends. Tell your friends, but tag us. Yeah. Because we want to see people being excited about books. Anyway, we are here for a podcast. Not oh, we've got Kickstarter as well. Oh, yeah, we're doing Kickstarter. We'll, we'll, we'll we? do that. We'll do that at the end. We'll talk about that at the end. Yeah. yeah. We're here for a podcast, Grant, mm. not political moaning. Mm-hmm. As it's been for now, oof, about the best part of an hour. Ten minutes. Okay. And I think that I think that people have, I you know, I really hope they've come to appreciate our um, my sort of gentle totter to the left. I mean, gentle tosser is is a thing. Is that games? Games. Chris, I have an idea for a game. I have Do a concept. You? Well, I, I don't know actually. <laughs> Sorry, that was no, no, that no, was meant it, to be a joke one, and now I realise that like no, that, that is, can that actually is, just that could that could just throw you right off the rails. Given my idea, that is fair. But what's <laughs> what's yours? So mine is: Can we make a game? And I know many people have tried. Mm-hmm. Of James Bond. And I mean specifically James Bond, not spies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like James actual Bond licensed game. Yes. Like modern modern spy stuff with some future tech in it because Mm -hmm. laser watches, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Driving the car from your phone, that sort of thing. I mean obviously obviously we're looking Craig era, not anything before that because it gets a bit weird. Well, that, the well let's, let's not rule out. No, I I don't want like the fucking Lazenby years. Well, well okay, month. but don't don't throw the moor out with a Lazenby. <laughs> That's fair. With, with the Lazenby water? <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. It's <laughs> what's left after Lazenby marinating. Um, but that cool, slick, mm. successful spy stuff where when things go wrong, they go right because he's mm-hmm. amazing. Okay. But with a group of people where fashion matters, where which watch you're wearing matters probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that bit where he where he jumps onto the back of the train and does his and does his cuffs. Just his cufflinks, yes. Brilliant. Okay. That that I just want that, honestly. I want to better do that. Do you, do you just want to look that up on YouTube and watch it for the length of a game? Yeah. Yeah. Over okay. I'm gonna give you my option. Okay. What if there was a game for dogs? <laughs> Not, when, not when about I, when, dogs. When I asked you if you had an idea, Grant, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. How Look. would we know if they're enjoying it? You can tell if a dog's into it. They wag their fucking tail, don't they? They might just be wagging their tail because you're near them. That or because counts. there is a sky. That counts. Okay. No, you can t- like dogs can display emotion. Dogs can display happiness and sadness. They'd, oh, 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 
They do that noise, you know. Is that happy or That's sad? That's when they're sad. Okay. That's when they're sad. Dogs are dogs have dogs are very good at expressions as far as animals go. They have very expressive faces, which is why most people don't eat them. That's true. And why that one creepy dog can type on a keyboard? No. D- hang on. Did you did you just see someone waggle their dog's legs near a keyboard? No, no, no. This dog has a has a sound pad on the floor. And it has a load of words. And you basically ask it what's up and it will tell you. Ah, okay, like like uh, like a monkey. Like a monkey, yeah. Okay, like like sorry, a, like, a, there a, was a, one of the, yeah. There was a video on Reddit recently of this dog just going stranger, poor, stranger, poor. And it understands the words. Yeah, and it, it had a thorn Chilling. in its paw that it wanted pulled out. So, sorry, it it called the thorn a stranger. Yeah, yeah, it managed to translate <sighs> stranger as foreign object should not be. Whoa. Yeah, I don't. I didn't like it either. Honestly, everybody was going, "Oh man, that's amazing! It's cute." I'm like, no. So what I'm saying is, we strap a VR helmet on a dog. Can dogs see ghosts? Because I don't want them to tell me. Cats can see ghosts. Right? Don't give a cat a keyboard. That's the important thing. We've seen what happens if you give a cat a keyboard. Memes. Cats. I don't. I don't want to empower cats in any way. No. Dogs, no. maybe. Clip their wings. Yeah. So. Metaphorically. I really like the James Bond idea. Just, just real quickly. What would a game for dogs be about? Because there's, because um, let's think. Because there's games for cats. There's games where cats sort of pad it, like pad it, um, iPads and stuff. Oh, paddock racer! Um, In a paddock racer, you you put a horse, you put a cat on a horse. A game for dogs would be dialect with spelling. Go on. So you've got to like try and communicate concepts to some of the dogs, but not the other dogs by spelling the word. You know, when you when you take him out for a W A L K. Mm-hmm. So you've got to try and like. You're going to, to wank off your dog. Wow. Oh. Wow. Um, I have no idea what my point was now. It's a game where you have to try and hide the the word walk from some dogs, but not others. Well, no, 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 because, I mean, we're not playing. This is a game for dogs. So the dogs are communicating. Yeah. and they got to We're teaching spell. dogs code. Yeah. So you're going to teach them to spy? Yeah, I mean, like, if, if we ever need another Bletchley, then mm-hmm. why not have dogs do it? Because people are busy. Yeah, okay. Well, I was thinking maybe something where they got bacon. Bacon. Like, and it, like you could put a VR helmet on them, and then it would be just like, you know... You know how normally dogs are limited by physics and the amount of arses they can get? Yeah. Well, not now. Although it wouldn't smell right. What I'm imagining is that you just spray the room with like a like an air freshener style mist of bacon smell. Just so it's ambient. Mm-hmm. It's not in one yeah, location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the then you put, you put them on a v- in a VR helmet that just has a static piece of bacon in the middle of the room. And watch them ricochet off the walls as they run towards it. Welcome to bacon. <laughs> it's just a bacon. Every time they reach the bacon in the simulation, it moves and then and, and makes a noise like a sexy lady dog. No, it, does, it doesn't move. Doesn't make a noise, and it also never gets any closer. Oh, I see. I, it, so it's I, basically so, a two hundred pound piece of bacon on a string. It's, it's a carrot on a carrot on a string. Yeah. All right, okay. Again, that, again, that sounds like a torture device. That is a torture device for dogs, isn't it? Yeah. And th- listen, if we're building torture devices for dogs, I've got much cheaper and better ideas. The pub I used to go to had a had a dog carrier that looked like a torture device. Okay. It was a steel brace that had a muzzle on one end and a corkscrew on the other. <laughs> a corkscrew? Well, yeah, like with a cork on it, like a bung. What? For the, it was, it for... was a comedy device. It was not oh, meant to I be used. Oh, I see. Right. Because, like, I will say, like, there's kind of, like, there's some sex toys which are kind of like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but I mean, this was to make your dog into an attractive briefcase, basically. Ah, <laughs> like okay. it was just like a little handheld thing. Except, I guess, all you can store in there is dog organs. Yes, whatever's currently inside the dog, which you'd normally be frowned upon for a briefcase full of dog organs. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 don't worry. Weirdly easier to get through customs with this. Mm, Briefcase full, yeah. of, full of dog organs. Or That's a dog. suspicious, isn't it? Yeah, an actual dog. Actually easier to get through customs. A rapidly dying dog. It's not going to die. It's not going to be happy. No, I mean, yeah, it can't be good. Anyway. James Bond. James Bond. Slick, sexy, spy yeah. business that isn't really spying because he never takes a photo of fucking anything. He, he, like, it's very rare he meets a contact or does a lie. <laughs> Picks a pocket. Yeah. Drops a dead drop. Waits. Just waits. <laughs> <laughs> Two questions. Mm-hmm. The first thing is the... So there, there is obviously a, obviously there is a James Bond RPG that exists. Is there? Yeah, it was written in the 80s. Oh, well, no. Wrong, um, era, wrong era Bond, you see. Yeah, well, I, I, also wrong era games. Yeah. Uh, in that it is, it is everything you imagine when I say it is an 80s spy game. Yeah, like there's 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 range and damage tables. Of course, there is uh, that sort of thing. Now, in that, you don't play James Bond, or you or you might play James Bond, but you're all but like you also might have a character who's like a like a sexy lady spy, or who's a hard bitten soldier with a heart of gold, and the other sort of characters who show up when Jimmy Bond goes to town. Mm-hmm. My first question is: Do we have multiple characters, or is this actually about Jimmy Bond? I'm thinking multiple characters. I'm thinking um, mm. the man from Uncle, like that, because that's in the same brand, but with comedy, better acting. Mm. And what if Guy Ritchie could get a Bond film? I reckon he'd ruin it. I reckon he would, but in a very entertaining way. That I would yeah, I, re- watch. I reckon he'd spunk it up a wall. It'd be really colourful. It would be great. It would be a terrible Bond film, mm-hmm. but a fantastic film. But a, 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 a good watch. Yeah, multiple characters. So that's the thing. So if we're making a James Bond game. Then I think it's difficult to take because, like, if, if if we don't have a game that's about James Bond, I worry that it's going to be just a spy game. I mean, yes, I guess this is a spy game, but it's the Bond aesthetic that I'm after here. Mm, okay, so it's okay. the high gloss spy rather mm, than luxury spying. Rather than like, okay, so which gadgets and devices have you got on you? Have you got the right software updates? Okay, we're going to need this sort of rifle to do this. Like, nah, no, no, no. What you need is a fancy watch. And a wink. I, I, I think that if you have a like a ridiculous tool which is given to you in the first act, the GM is honour bound to introduce a problem that is only solvable by the use of that precise ridiculous tool. Exactly. Yeah. In that the second sort of and thing. third. And like everything is very bombastic, so mm-hmm. trains will explode. Like there's mm. not a lot of explosives on trains generally. No. There's not a lot to explode, but here mm-hmm. we are. Um, and I think one of the one of the things that has stymied a lot of spy games in the past mm-hmm. is the the zoom level of the game the Go scale mm. so let's look at that i can't even remember which bond film it's from you know but that that bit where he's jump where he does end up jumping onto the train and, and sorting his cuffs that's from um spyfall skyfall forever skyfall is it skyfall or is spyfall's the game yeah okay skyfall yeah. i have no idea skyfall anyway. From that film. That song goes. There is a second character in that scene, and she's mm-hmm. driving along all the roads near it, helping. Yes, that, that's his friend. Yes. yes. Like, what I think that we, we would have to do is to zoom out to that level, where you've okay. got, like, the, the, this is this is this person's spotlight scene, so they're on the train. Okay. But you've got somebody in the car helping 
you've got somebody in the hotel hacking cameras. And like That's they're they're all in the scene, like they're just not physically in the scene. We give them we give them a uh, like there there is a physical item which we hand around, and while while you're holding this, you're the protagonist. Okay, this is yeah. I mean, like literally, it's just spotlight. Like you, this, yeah, yeah. You are in control right now. Yeah, like and it, it could be like it could could be like a picture, like a token which has a spotlight on it, <laughs> or you know, the talking stick. Yeah, precisely. Or, Sky's the limit, an actual light you turn on them, which also doubles for the the affairs of making a talk, Mr. Bond. Ah, a working um, handgun. Ah, <laughs> a lit Molotov cocktail. It's also a resolution mechanic. Yeah, well, definitely. It, I mean, it resolves things. It does. What I'm saying is, that gives you, like, real direct control to say, like, this person is the protagonist in this scene. Mm-hmm. And then you've also got things like, when when that scene comes to a close... Or like when they fail a check, or when like when like they when they run out of hit points or what have you, someone else gets the spotlight token. So like there are definite mechanics oh. for handing it around. Oh, hmm. okay. Hmm. What if to replicate that the proper bond feel while you're holding that, you cannot fail. <sighs> Failure is hmm. impossible. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Everybody else around them. So again, using just using that really simple one of protagonist. Off, uh, protagonist yeah. with the stick is on the is on the train, and and you know, the player's offering fire support. You've got a car, and you've got a hacker who's somehow mm-hmm. hacked into a train. And trains have computers. They do. And the person on the train currently is the protagonist at the moment, so has the stick. Thus, cannot mm-hmm. fail. Right. To get anything else to happen, everybody else must cause a failure for the protagonist. I'm interested. I don't quite follow. T- t- so, keep talking. You know how in some games you get things like, I think it's Blades of Dark, you get things like Devil's Bargains. Yeah. Where like, okay, you can do this if this happens. Mm-hmm. That's how the other people can affect the game. So the the, the mm-hmm. main character cannot fail until right. they go, okay, I'm going to put in a guy behind you that shoots you and that shoots at your back. So you have to go a different way and it's you get hurt. Oh, it's just kind of gemless. So that I can do this. That's interesting. And it means that you've got you've got that kind of um, Lovecraft-esque mm. thing of a lot of people throwing into the scene. Like, I'm still thinking you have a nominal GM for the plot. I mean, I, th- I don't think that we should write gemless games. No, because... I but, think that we like gemmed games. Yeah, exactly. I like directed experiences. Mm-hmm. You're like, it's nice to have someone who the buck goes back to, or, or where the buck stops. What is the buck? Uh, I believe it is an enormous dead elk. Yeah, and why? Well, that is my normal. That is my normal understanding of the word "buck." But why is it stopping there? Well, it, actually, it comes from a much, a much older um, <laughs> version of the talking stick. Uh, no, no, a much, much uh, older word root, uh, which is John Candy. Oh, Uncle, Uncle Buck. Buck. Yeah, um, because Jungle Buck would stop at <laughs> your house Buck. to care for you while your parents went away. Um, and then he threatened to cut slivers off of your boyfriend's kneecaps with a hatchet. And that's why the I've, buck stopped there. I've not seen the film. Does that happen? Yes. Jesus, John. It's such a fucking good film. I love it. Wow. Hence why I can still remember it all these years. Yeah. So Uncle John Buck has stopped at your house. One, I, I want to try and work out a limit on the always succeed. Because yeah. at any time at any time I've seen automatic success in a game, it's abused. And also things like, well, I well, I, I find what the villain is, this succeeds. What if it's dice pool? Right. And oh god, I'm gonna I'm gonna ritualistically flagellate myself later for saying this. What if it's custom dice? Or even just colour no no, no it's just colour dice. It's just coloured dice. It's just different coloured dice. They're all normal what? dice. Alright, wait, wait, what you got? 
you've got combat dice, tech dice, whatever. You know, like you've got loads mm-hmm. of different categories of dice. Right. And the protagonist is throwing handfuls of these things. Mm-hmm. But he can't overcome every situation with what's going on. Mm-hmm. So other people have to steal from his dice pool. Mm. And like they stay with him for a t- they stay with the other person for a time, hmm. and I'm, I'm not quite sure yet how to like meter out like essentially a cooldown because that's bad. But it means that you're temporarily weakening the protagonist so that the protagonist can succeed. Like they can't hack open this door. Like well, okay, I've got I've only got I've got I've got a couple of tech dice I can give to you, but those hmm. tech dice can't protect him from techie based attacks while they're with the other person. Like a laptop closing those nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm intrigued by this. And there's something pleasingly backward about downpowering the protagonist so you can do things. Mm. I think also, like, we could look at it, we could look at it conversely, which is traditionally James Bond is largely unstoppable. And then if he's ever in. And I think this, like, like we're, we're moving away from James Bond and more towards a sort of spy friends. I mean, yeah, no, again, I'm not talking about James Bond, the film. I'm not which, looking to which is fine. it. I'm looking, I'm looking yeah. to replicate the feel of James Bond and the, okay. as I say, high gloss spy. What I'm what I'm envisaging is when someone's got that spotlight token, they're the crux of the scene, right? Yeah. And so maybe it's not that they can't fail, but actually they find it quite hard to succeed. Okay. So they're they're running into problems. They're like they're getting like they're chasing this guy, and the guy's getting away from them, and what have you. And what everyone else does, everyone else is basically building the big role at the end of the scene. So everyone's contributing dice and contributing bonuses as you go through it and they, and they use their advances for you to build this crescendo as the guy gets away or the guy doesn't get away. Okay. My only issue there is that there's very little margin of error on the last the last roll. Mm. Because if you're building a dice pool, by the end of a scene, you're going to have a huge amount of dice to throw mm-hmm. and calculate. And you, you're completely just getting out of the game. You're like, well, hang on, I got four fives. Three. Absolutely, yes. You know what I mean? There's a lot there. And the other thing would be to just do it as a, like, the other end of the spectrum. It's a D20 plus a modifier. The D20 doesn't mean anything. Like, I'm trying to work out how to balance that end roll if you have it all in one roll. What about, what about, like, cards? So, so, so it's all printed out, and there's like there's, there's different ways you can use cards if you're the protagonist or if you're a support character, and you're sort of like oh. handing cards back and forth and building something up. Okay, so your character sheet okay. has two sides. Right. It has a protagonist side, uh-huh. which is how you can use cards given to you. Okay. And the other side, which is uh. when you're not the protagonist, which is what cards you have in your, in your in quotation mark, deck. Right. Like, I'm not saying okay. like you blind draw them, I'm saying you just have... 10 cards, they do this. Right. Um, And what you do is, as you help the protagonist do things, the protagonist is kind of largely narrative. Mm -hmm. As you help the protagonist do things, you just put things face down to a deck. So I'm going to hack through this door. Mm -hmm. um, And you've got, you can pay for that with a success card, a failure card, or a card that says six six mooks turn up. Oh, so you're building the scene. So you build, so so, so it's kind of, but like... I'm talking about when you get to the end, you then shuffle the deck. Mm. And then the difficulty of that scene is how many cards you draw. That's quite sexy. The deck that the protagonist has at the end is that random bit at the end. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. This has a delicious betrayal mechanic. Good. Because, well, okay, James Bond always meets two women, one who helps him, one who hinders him. Yes. That is the plot of the film. However, the one who hinders him is rarely outright hindery from the start. Yes. I use. Sorry, I don't. I don't want to. I think I know what you're doing, and I don't want to spoil it. So what you what what you do is you like the 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 lady who's trying to hinder him would be put, would be putting bad cards in to the deck. 
And like it would all, it would all be face down as you put them into the mm-hmm. deck. Yeah, absolute mystery. And the idea is that obviously you'd have to not just put in every single card is bad. Well, like there'd be there'd be some we can we can put some sort of choke on it. I think and like and like and like your hand would have a a variety of good and bad cards. And so like if the if the helpful lady wants to help out, but she's only got bad cards in her hand, she's like, oh, I'm sorry, James, and has to play a, has to play a failure. Mm. So you're not entirely sure. Yeah, what what card? It's a bit like a uh, secret Hitler. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, mm. um, but with a but, but with a honestly any kind of role playing game attached to it where you've got a protagonist. I mean, mm. you could do this with Lovecraftian horror like Lovecraft S does. Mm, mm. I want to say I want to keep James Bond. Sorry, I want to keep like spies, um, Monaco, Baccarat, that sort yeah. of thing, because this is. This is this is maybe contentious here, but you know how every time playing cards are brought into a role playing game and it feels like a gimmick. Yeah, wouldn't here. <laughs> the gimmick is already in place. You are simply this is using completely it for its on purpose. brand. You're not playing poker or any bullshit like that. I'm not interested in playing um, blackjack or like use, using the cards in that in, in that sort of mechanical. Or maybe we, maybe you are. I don't know. That feels like I think if if you ever start doing anything as complex as poker during a role playing game, then what you're doing is playing poker and then talking about an elf. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that, that's why Blackjack's great. Mm, because Blackjack is over in seconds. Mm, pontoon. Um, and like you Blackjack, could, but simple. You could quite happily, on, on the card, like, let's just, say, let's just say, just for argument's sake, that these cards are tarot size, so they're massive. Mm-hmm. You can just put a in the one corner, no hearts. Yeah. Nothing else on there is a standard deck. Mm-hmm. But you just put it on there because why not? Okay. As the good person and the bad person, mm-hmm. try and stack his deck mm-hmm. so that when he gets the draw, you're like, okay, so if I put these in, he's definitely going bust. Mm-hmm. Unless he breaks the order of the deck down by doing different mm-hmm. actions. You can deal with the things. You've got like special abilities where like I, as a, as a, um, Let's say I'm playing a Q, or I'm playing the I'm playing like a, like a like a like a recon person or an intelligence person, right? Mm-hmm. I I play one of my cards face up, which is which is powering one of my abilities, which is I get to look through the deck and fuck with it. Yeah, and if I'm good, that means that I can start like messing around and taking cards out. But all throughout like that, all throughout that, like we're we're using this to frame this scene, this build up. And then the protagonist, who's like the protagonist, who's been largely in the background up until now, has this big scene with every when everyone's helped them or hindered them along the way. Yeah, and also like there's this lovely moment of of the Q character going, "It looks like we've got a mole, James." Like because he's looked mm. at the deck, mm. he's like he's seen that this is like you can't just say the deck's bad, James, mm-hmm. because that doesn't make sense. Like mm-hmm. lots of things are stacked against you. Shifty mm. look. Yes, lots of eyebrows. Um, and like, try and warn that person that it's it's a super dangerous situation they're going into because mm-hmm. it looks like to him either everybody's gotten very bad cards or they're all trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. This also really works for that that um, bromance in Man from Uncle because yes. they're half trying to kill each other and half trying to help each other the entire film. Absolutely, and, and and also it's very rare that you get scenes where they're both the protagonist. Yeah, like it's it's only like I'm going to say in the in the last act of the film. Mm. But they're they're supporting the other one, or they're the foil to the other one in all the yeah, other scenes. Yeah, or they're in different locations, or what have you. I think I'm very clever, and this is a great idea. I think there's some. I think there's something quite interesting about that, and like having the like ha- having the spotlight means means that you have different rules. Yeah, but you're guaranteed to at least survive through to the end of the scene. You're guaranteed to have something exciting happen. Yeah, yeah. You, the only the only place you can actually die is in the is in the finale of each scene. Yeah, 
Absolutely, yeah. Knocked out, whatever. I don't know what you would mm-hmm. do with it. I, um, I, I'd imagine, like, I'd imagine that, like, like support characters could get knocked out or get captured, or like, while, like, while they're off screen, as it were, because that happens quite often. Yeah. Obviously, that would be nice if, if you, um, if you get captured, then you just take all of your negative cards and put them in the the pile for the next scene, which is mm. the rescue. Mm. So everybody has to try and make a deck that's good enough to beat all of your negatives. Interesting. Interesting. This could really work. Now, I do like the idea of it being playing cards because that makes it significantly cheaper for us. I'm see. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that it's it's entirely it's entirely a custom deck. Like mm-hmm. each character comes with a deck. That is pretty sexy. The be- the beauty is because it doesn't really matter. It's just print and play. Mm. Okay. So you All can right. you can write on them. You can destroy them. You can do whatever you want with them. Mm. Um, you can you can have you can have nice plastic plasticated ones printed if you wanted, or you can we could, them we, you want. we could offer we could offer the 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 full baccarat hand drop experience. Exactly, yeah. Wank you off with a scotch and soda. Yeah, precisely. Which is which is like 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 beautifully produced cards, and they all come in nice wooden boxes. And you've got say like so like everyone's got their core deck, and then like your spe- your character has these special abilities. So I've got Q, which means I've got all these gadgets that I can put in the deck, and then and, and then give to and then give to the main character. Mm. Um, but also like what I quite like, you'd get that bit from I think it's from Spyfall actually, where Q has to try and defend um, MI6 as, as it's getting attacked. Yeah, and like you get to focus on the other characters, you get to see what they're doing. It's not just all Bond. And like again, just to, just to use Skyfall as an example, there's that bit when mm-hmm. he's in um, the old house. Mm. And he's using incredibly low tech stuff, like he's putting shotgun shells in the the floor and stuff like that. The di- the difficult fourth act. Yeah, mm. that's a complete shift in tone because he's working mm-hmm. with less support. Mm-hmm. Like his support yeah. is, is is doing other things. It's a problem. That's got one of the support characters in the scene. Yeah, but you'll um, note that she doesn't do a whole bunch. Oh, she, I, I I think she brings him some shotgun shells or something. Yeah, like, uh, but that's that's the support adding to mm. the deck of the final mm-hmm. act. Okay, there we go. That's interesting. You've got things like, well, your friends have been captured, your friends are taken out of commission, at which point they're no longer directly acting. But then that, oh, God, that's exciting. As you as you uh, lose, if, if your character uh, gets taken out of action, mm-hmm. So not necessarily dies because we're trying to make a franchise here, but like is is <laughs> is, is like, is like uh, it's it's I'm, I'm afraid it's too hot for me, James. I'm going. I'm I'm, I'm having to go dark. That sort of thing. Yeah. You you carry on playing, but you're only trying to bring James Bond down. Yeah. So it gets more difficult for James, and you're still playing a fun game where you're, where you're actively like. Whereas maybe you get to play an NPC, maybe you get to um like be be a goon or a villain. But also like we because we're talking print and play, and like mm-hmm. if you're if you ever release another class, you just release another deck. Yeah, sure. That's all it is. Like it's essentially a living card game. Like yes, yeah, it's, it's quite close to Arkham Horror. Yeah, and it's in its own way. Um, oh, hang on, are we? Hang on, is this a role playing game anymore? Yeah, this is absolutely a role playing game. It's just, okay, played cool, with, just played with cards in a deck. Like, gotcha. If we released another heart class, mm-hmm. same thing. It's just okay. using different rules because because we're doing print and play. That means that what you can do is you can print um, adventure uh, close to this. Cl- this is close to the Arkham thing. Adventure decks, and I don't mean like full decks, but I mean some extra cards that are useful for this thing. Absolutely, like 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 for this particular theme of film. Yeah, so in this one, we're playing basically Paranoia. Okay. Everybody's out to get everybody else. Mm-hmm. 
So you have a bunch of cards that say, you're a traitor, you're a traitor, you're not a traitor, you are a traitor. Mm-hmm. And like, you know that only one person is actively trying to help you. Mm-hmm. But in another game, you, in another game, everybody would be trying to help you. And like, we could, we could maybe use it to shift the tone, because James Bond, broadly, can trust people who are around him, aside from maybe two of them. Aside from women. Shuffling, yeah, aside from bloody women. We could take it to be a sort of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy sort of thing, Mm -hmm. which is much more about, well, I need need to make sure the Russians aren't doing anything shady. Can I trust you? Yeah. And and have, uh, oh, you know, that's actually much harder to do. Fuck that. We're not doing that. All right, all right. Let's put it in a slightly different mold. All right. Death of Stalin. Mm. Hmm. So kind of like a fiasco thing. Death of Stalin, uh, West Wing, thick of it. You get away with that, mm. yes, Minister. It'll handle that. Yeah. Because you just have whoever's the protagonist of this particular scene and everybody else is mucking around with it. But if you're doing Death of Stalin, nobody's trying to necessarily get another person killed. Necessarily. But it wouldn't be bad if it they died. It would be bad if they died, but it's mm-hmm. but not necessarily. But you're just you're just manoeuvring it for personal gain. You want That's you want of... your situation to come out on top here rather than the situation to be successfully resolved. That's kind of, and that's, that's a different, that's different uh, vibe. I think, like we are, I mentioned fiasco, not just in terms of like tone, because I think Death of Stalin would probably work out quite well as a fiasco game mechanically. Because yeah. I'm, not sure, I'm sure really it already is somewhere. Pr- probably, yeah. But in fiasco, you're not playing the party. Like normally in role playing games, there's the understanding that everyone is mates, or everyone is everyone is roughly on the same side and working together. Yeah. And in James Bond, what we'd be doing is everyone's roughly on the same side and working together. But if there's kind of the understanding that actually we all work for the same business, we all work for the same government, but it's not entirely clear who's supporting who. Yeah. That's a different vibe and quite an interesting one. I think the thing which bothers me about uh, a lot of role playing games. Um, sorry, a lot of hidden role games is that it's a binary thing. Yeah. Uh, in that you are you are evil or you are not, and obviously there's lots of different things you can fiddle around with in that. There's lots of different roles you can have, but this but this the state of being a traitor is one which is impossible to shift and innate to the to the character. Yeah, I think there could be some interesting stuff whereby, like, if the main character dies, you lose as well. However, you're trying to get this out of the situation. Hmm. Yes. Okay. And anyway, the the, the, the hidden role stuff, like, and that would not be the default, as far as I'm no. concerned. No. I'd like to have one or two people who are going to betray James Bond, who are going to betray the protagonist. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to, like, one of the players could just be the villain. I see. See, that's interesting because, like, that's, oh, sorry, that kind of the puts GM it all on the just table. You know, play the villain. Well, the G- yeah, the GM would probably play the villain. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, it's you don't have to have betrayals you can have supports but not every card that the player has is positive yeah maybe maybe we scrap betrayals maybe i'm not or, saying scrap or, sorry, betrayals that's, like that's a that's a that's a sideline yeah that's not our core game experience no because the second you put betrayals in that is the game i also think it might be fun to have that as a if we're making custom cards fuck it that's a card yeah like like you play that on someone else or like or like oh fuck I, I have to put that in the deck or like well james might not draw it and and that means that i get to succeed on this thing when i play it yes but if he does draw it, then we've got a problem. At which point he, at which point he draws that it's played on someone. Now they're a betrayer, and mm. and they do the betrayal. I mean, you could even do some interesting stuff with some cards. Like so, the way the way that you shuffle the deck at the end of the scene before you play out through it could be interesting. So you mm-hmm. can have like in tarot, you know, you've got inverted cards. Mm-hmm. We have some cards with text one way up and text another way up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all you do is you is you cut the deck a couple of times and you spin them just to make sure that it's random. 
mm-hmm. then shuffle them. And then when you draw through, it's which whichever whichever way up the card is, you read that one out. And most mm. of them are just like the text is there's only one bit of text on it. Mm. But some of them there is text with like this will screw you, this is good on yeah. different halves of the card. That's kind of so fun. you've got yeah. that like minimal risk like he might not never draw the card he might draw mm-hmm. the card the good way up it's probably fine mm-hmm. but mm. it might be catastrophic that's interesting or like or like the spotlight token is blue on one side and red on the other when you draw one of those cards you flip it like yes the good, that's, just that's blue, a the bad, much better red. way of doing it because because like like, like you, you, you otherwise there would have to be a sort of turn the cards over like this bit in the book yeah <laughs> that's quite that's quite i really like the idea of building towards something of building, of, of, of like, you're the protagonist for this scene, you get to like do all the talking, you get to do all the, th- and, and like, I think there's, there's something quite fun around the idea of you can't fail. Like, you just get to steamroller through this shit. Yeah, I mean, getting shot as part of the narrative is absolutely fine. Yeah. That just means that another scene later on might be in the, in the Doctors. Mm. Or it might not, doesn't matter. It reminds me of Wushu. Yes, actually, it's, 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 it's very much like Wushu. And that, so Wushu has the principle of narr- uh, the principle of um, narrative truth, which is if you say something, unless the GM or another player vetoes it, it happens. Mm-hmm. So failure um, is impossible as long as you stay within the tone. And there've been like one of my favourite things to do in Wushu is have the players, uh, like player characters, and a nemesis argue as they fight. Yeah, because like you can describe this huge gunfight, you can describe like um, bullets smashing into cover, you can describe them beating up mooks. It doesn't actually matter. Because all you're doing is rolling dice at the end of the day, mm. and so you get like you get to just that like, you you have this you have this full power almost like unless someone's actively trying to stop you, it works. Yeah, have that go, play with it, and then and then at the end, the resolution is this big sort of climax, and everyone gets to like it's almost like in a JRPG when you do a cool team up mechanic and you get a little short film. Yeah, I like that. I think that's rad. Yeah, I think that's rad too. Not a lot of jokes this 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 uh, this episode. No, I got. I'm sorry, I'm very sleepy, and I got kind of excited by the idea. No, 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 no. That's, sorry, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying Chris, you should have told more jokes. What I'm saying is we actually just focused on making a game we might want to play. Yeah. Instead, which is fine. So we are going to need to think of a name. Oh yeah. Names, um... John. <laughs> yeah, we got to. I'm going to guess the James Bond's lawyers are very good. Nah, that'd be absolute rubes. Yeah, I assume it's Disney. I don't know. Everything's Disney. I think it's MCM. Who's owned by Disney? I assume everything's owned by Disney. Am I thinking MCM? MGM. MCM's the Comic Con. Yeah. <laughs> M- anyway, yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's MGM, the it's, Manchester Comic Mashup. It's the it's the Disney Mouse. Yeah. By Turner, that's a thing. Ducktales. Sp- that's also a thing. Sp- spy Team. Also a thing. Is it? Probably. Spy Kids. If it's got the word spy in it, it's a thing. Spy camera. Also, yes, mm. but I mean, that's just like Volvo. Like, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> ben and Jerry's cookie dough ice cream. <laughs> oh, Grant. You can't... Margaret Thatcher. That's the one. That's the one. No, we, we, uh, we, 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 we need a name. We need a name. We need something snappy, something action y, spy, espionage, um, cards, hand, flip. Badinage. What? I was trying to get badinage and. Espionage into one word. What's badinage? I believe it's it's banter. Ah, okay, yeah. Believe I might have just made the word up. Who knows? If I I did, I'm going to use it, and it's mine. Copyright. That's how all. That's how all words are invented. It's true. They got to come from somewhere, don't they? Yeah. Sneak story. (laughs) (laughs) That that's the name. Sneak story. Fuck. How about spotlight? Yeah. 
I'm guessing that's a lyric game, but we'll probably be able to all right with their Whatever. lawyers. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll 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 hire some bigger lawyers and beat them up. Just just like some people from a pub put them in a suit. <laughs> I mean, we could put on suits. Yeah, but well, then we can't. It would be weird if we were also pretending to be our own lawyers. Oh, yeah, that's true. Just like, uh, just like, you yes, I, I agree with, I agree with what you're saying there. I'll just ask my lawyer. Hang on, you pop out of the room, come back in, in a suit. Like, no, that's ridiculous. Leave, come back. He Let says me it's get ridiculous. him from the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the elevator. The game is Spotlight. Uh, it is a, uh, it is, a, it is a fun, exciting team-based spy game, which could actually work. It would require a lot of mechanics. Less than you think, I think. Yeah, yeah, less than I think. I, I want it to be playing cards, which is a fool's errand, and we should just make it make it a just living card print, game. Just make it print and play. Yeah, print and play. Uh, if you've enjoyed this and you want to support the creation of, 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 other, of other other ephemeral half games, you can go to patreon.com forward slash friends, give us some cash, and you can come and hang out in the Discord. Access no exclusive benefits. None, except for friendship. We, yeah, you will you support. will get friendship. Um, so, like, if you need anything, give us a call, yeah? Yeah. You've got a you, you you Discord-based number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will not help you move. No. No. We legally um, can't. Yeah, cannot do that. Um, we adore you. You look fantastic. Despite how things have been hard, you, you wouldn't know it to look at you. You look like you just got back from a three-day spa weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.